Hello and welcome to the story of Southampton. From Stone Age roots, I'm on a journey through time to discover what has shaped the present day city and surrounding area. There is so much history to explore. Some of it, like the Bargate, Tudor House and Titanic, is clear to see. Some we need to dig a little deeper for, but all of it is fascinating. Join me, Mr Morrison, on a journey to discover your local heritage, the history that surrounds you, and a story that connects us all. Would you say if I told you there's evidence that people live near what would become Southampton before the Romans invaded England in 43 AD? Not that unbelievable, I suppose. Okay, what about if I told you people live near Southampton before the Great Pyramid of Giza or even Stonehenge were built? Now that's more impressive. This might today feel like your city, your home, but in reality, it's been somebody else's home for at least 8,000 years. Now we don't find any castles or poems or texts to tell us about how these people lived their lives. What we do find though are tantalising clues about people's daily lives at sites throughout Britain and one of those is on your doorstep, albeit underneath about 11 metres of water in the Solent. We start our journey in the Stone Age, some 8,000 years ago in what was known as the Mesolithic period, around the year 6000 BC. For those of you who aren't cavemen or archaeologists, the Stone Age, as we often refer to it, is actually made up of three different periods. The first of those is the Paleolithic, which covers all of the earliest known human occupation in Britain. Next we get the Mesolithic, which dates from around 11,000 BC to 5,500 BC. In the Mesolithic, people lived as hunter-gatherers. So cool because that's how we know they got their food. And finally the Neolithic, a period that lasts until around 2000 BC. 
and the Neolithic saw people change from hunting for their food to growing it. We see the beginnings of farming in the Neolithic, as well as henges and funerary barrows. To give you some idea of how old we're talking when I say 8,000 years ago, archaeologists believe that Stonehenge was built sometime between 3,000 and 2,000 BC. Construction of the Great Pyramid at Giza was wrapped up around 2,560 BC. The site you're going to hear about today is old. Very old. Today we're talking about a site known as Boldner Cliff. It's located about 11 metres underwater, just off the coast of Boldner on the Isle of Wight. In fact, when the site was first used by people thousands of years ago, the Isle of Wight didn't exist, and it was possible to walk from Britain to France. And usually you might associate the waters of the Solent between Southampton and the Isle of Wight with yachts and small boats. However, Boldner Cliff lies at the bottom of the Solent, off the coast of Yarmouth, and wasn't discovered until 1999, and that was very much by chance. As the story goes... Divers noticed a lobster kicking chunks of flint out of its burrow. This unsurprisingly started some alarm bells ringing. Either the first lobster known to be able to craft tools from flint had been discovered, or it was something way more interesting. In fact, because it is waterlogged, this actually makes a perfect environment to preserve organic materials like wood even food. Fast forward to 2021, and underwater archaeologists from the Maritime Archaeological Trust are still investigating this submerged Mesolithic village that was all found thanks to one spring-cleaning lobster. Since 1999, Boldner Cliff has provided us with some really incredible finds. Among those relics are thousands of flint tools, carved by long-forgotten hands that would have helped their Mesolithic makers hunt for and prepare meals. Floors in a fire pit mean divers can quite literally meander through an 8,000-year-old room. Other interesting finds include the oldest string to have been found in the UK and some pretty special wooden timbers. These hundred or so pieces of worked wood suggest that the site might have been used for boat building, and that's incredible. Given how important the docks and cruise terminals have been to Southampton in its more modern history, as well as for trade throughout the centuries, discoveries like this really make it feel like our long-lost ancestors really aren't so far removed at all. Now, these timbers are very rarely found at Stone Age sites, particularly in Britain. In fact, the timbers found at Boldner Cliff doubled the entire amount of worked Mesolithic timber that's been found in the rest of Britain put together. It's actually with evidence like this from sites such as Boldner that archaeologists have been able to completely rewrite the history books. Before these discoveries were made, and similar discoveries elsewhere, it really was thought that people hadn't developed the tools or the skill to work the timbers in, in the particular way that they were doing so for at least another 2,000 years. Of all these finds, the most human ones for me at this site are the burnt oats and hazelnuts. 8,000 years on, 
we can still find these small traces of what our long-lost hunter-gatherer ancestors were collecting, cooking and eating. Unfortunately, over time, the site of Bolden is becoming more and more threatened by coastal erosion. This can be a double-edged sword for archaeologists. Although the site is becoming more exposed and turning up with it such exciting new finds, does unfortunately also mean that lots of these important discoveries are really at risk of just washing away before they can be recorded. And what an incredible site. I hope you're inspired to go and find out more about Boulder Cliff. Go and look it up when you can in a library. Go and look it up online and see what you can find out about this fantastic place. If you can, support the Maritime Archaeological Trust in continuing excavations at this site and protecting it and just making sure it's preserved and preserved for future generations. The archaeology and the site might be eroding away, but the history behind it and the stories behind it most certainly aren't. Keep those stories alive. Tell people about what you've learned. Keep on discovering the history of Southampton. And I look forward to talking to you on the next episode of Morrison's Tours Go Southampton. Take care. Bye for now.